0: Hey, welcome back to the Three Hats Executive Podcast. I'm Chris Nordyke. Today we're gonna talk about culture. And when I say culture, I'm talking about the vision, the values, the mantras, the common language, the shared standards that you have within your business and your core team of people and how that spreads down to your frontline staff and impacts your vendors, right? That's our culture. That's who we are as a company. And it's really difficult Well, first of all, it's difficult to establish a unified culture that actually really impacts the way you do business. It's more than just words, Um, but it's even more difficult to maintain that as you grow. And in our episode today, we're going to talk about how do you maintain your culture? How do you protect your culture? Even when you're going to go to a new geographic area, you're going to expand to a second location for your business. Um, And I've had some experience with that where we expanded to a different regional market and we went from being able to have meetings all together in one room to all of a sudden having two concurrent meetings happening in different places where not everybody sees each other and it's a trick. So I'll break down kind of what we learned from that in today's episode. So I hope you enjoy. I was chatting with a colleague recently about our experience scaling a service company in the last 10 years Uh, we both worked together at at summit and um, as part of that experience we opened up a second location over in central oregon and the company's doing great by all accounts as far as i know but we were just reflecting on how challenging that was to go from having everybody in one room and I think you could apply this not just to open up multiple locations, but just growing the size of your company. Uh, maybe when you started your business, it was just you and a partner, and then you add employees. And then some at some point, you find yourself with 12 employees, 15 employees, 30 employees, and you can't all fit in the same room. It's difficult to have a single meeting where everybody's at. And it changes the dynamic of things. And it can really affect... Uh, the culture of the company. It's hard to keep that culture intact because people are going in so many different directions. They're in different places all at the same time. And with us, it was particularly a struggle because our other operation was on the other side of the mountain. And so for weather reasons and just the time, it was a two hour plus drive. Um, and we were still a relatively small companies. So having like a regional vice president or some of these other layers of management that are sort of going back and forth constantly. It was just uh, we didn't have that. I mean, we did. We kind of did. We started to implement that. And so leadership would split time. Like I was going back and forth between our Central Oregon operations and our west side kind of headquarters. And we um, we were sharing personnel as needed to kind of flex with the work over there. But it was really, really tricky. And we were talking about, in hindsight, why it was more of a struggle maybe than it needed to be or what we would do differently in opening a second location in a totally different market. And I think in hindsight, we didn't build, we didn't dig deep enough ruts in kind of our the rhythms of our business, our operational rhythms, stand-up meetings. What are the questions that we're asking each other and our downline team on a daily basis? What are the objectives and key results that we're gunning for on a daily, weekly, monthly basis? What are the, um, what are the conversations that we're having with our downline staff on a routine basis? What are the mantras that we're reminding each other of? Um, we had all of those elements in play, but we just hadn't dug the ruts deep enough. You know how... When you're on I-5, you're on the freeway. Uh, For those of you that aren't in Oregon, right? It's the main freeway. Maybe it's uh, the 10 freeway in Los Angeles or whatever. You know, you're driving down the freeway and you got these ruts that are worn into sections of the freeway where it kind of pulls your car into the rut. It's really hard to stay out of the ruts because the whole thing is kind of contoured to... You kind of slide into the ruts. Well, in business, that's a value, right? Because... As you grow, if you've got deep ruts that that are like long established routines and conversations and mantras and practices and activities that you've refined over time and and they just work, they produce the the results that you need to produce within the business. Hiring practices, onboarding practices of new people, right? Right. The deeper the ruts, the easier it is for new people to just kind of fall into those ruts and start moving. Right. And we were just reflecting on how difficult it is to establish those ruts when you've already started going. And I think, you know, now in my role as a consultant and executive coach. I have the benefit of coming alongside companies earlier on. So I typically work with companies that are like five, helping them move from 500,000 sales to 2 million in sales. And then the next hurdle that I'm really familiar with is going from two to 5 million. Right. So right now, maybe at some point in my career, it'll be like helping people go from five to 10 and 10 to 15, 10 to 20, but I'm most familiar with that, those segments. And if you've already got a couple million in sales and you know, 12, 15, 20 employees, whatever, the longer you wait to establish those ruts, the harder it is, the more painful and frustrating it is because you've got you've got these little ruts all over the place that everybody kind of has their own rut that they're operating in based on their own personality and their own sort of uh, preferences of how they do their work. It's really tough to get everybody in a singular track. And when you go to open up a second location, some of you may be considering this because, again, even during this pandemic, some companies are expanding and thriving. In fact, I I know of several service companies that are looking to to uh, co-locate and open up new physical operation centers elsewhere. And I just want to share this with you that if you don't have a good operational set of ruts that people can just kind of slide right into and move, it's really hard. You can't move as fast. You know, the other the other comparison I, I think of is um I've kind of gotten into cross-country skiing. I, I do winter camping like out in the snow and cross-country skis is just a really efficient way to get out there. um, When when you're doing regular cross-country at like a ski resort, they have these really clearly defined grooves for the skis. And it's kind of proper etiquette to stay in the grooves and not go in and out. So there's this nice, clean And throughout the day, it kind of uh, it ices over a little bit and you got this really smooth, fast track that you can just really go. But when you venture out in the backcountry and you're breaking trail yourself, it's so much slower. And this is the idea of of digging deep grooves on your path for your people. It's establishing those morning stand-up routines what do we talk about when the team comes together before we deploy to go out in the field and take care of our job orders and um, what do we do within our admin each day before we start calling on our ar and it's all these it's it it all comes down to the systems and the practices and the habits and behaviors we have for nurturing developing our people maintaining our processes and protecting our profits um and a lot goes into that, but it's so much easier to establish when you're smaller than to try to shoehorn that stuff in or really rebuild that. Because there isn't it's almost like you have to you have to groom the entire trail and plow over everybody else's little trails and establish a new groove. That's harder. You know, it's harder. It's more expensive. It's it's more painful. Than if you can start by carving out a singular path that everybody is falling behind, and boy, once that path starts to ice over and harden up and gets really deep, boy, you can just book it, right? You can just go as fast as possible once those those ruts are established. So there's my there's my Friday reflection. I hope that's uh, I hope that's helpful for some of you that are. Um, you know, have that as part of your vision. I mean, ideally, I'm catching some of you before you scale. Like you've got a great business concept, you've started to make money, you've started to make profits, and you're looking to grow. Now is the time for you to build those systems, processes, routine behaviors, rhythms, mantras within your business that make it really easy as you onboard people for them to just slide right into the groove right? Just like those ruts on the freeway, right? It's just, it's almost like you, it's its its making it easier for your team to do the right thing in line with the business's vision, direction. Um, it's, it's almost easier to do that than to do your own thing or to, to fight the system, right? And that's a lot about sort of the philosophy around creating these systems and procedures is make, create them in such a way that it's easy for your team to do the right thing.